Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Hello and welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. My name is Justin Winters. I am the co-host of the show. My uh, host, my regular host, is gone this week because it's Fantasy Movie Draft Week again. If you don't know what Fantasy Movie Draft is, if you've ever played uh, Fantasy Sports Online, um, it's sort of like that. But instead of picking players uh, from sports teams, we are picking movies. And this week is a special one. It's one I've been excited for for a while now. Uh, we've had a few ladies on the podcast, uh, mainly being my wife, Chrissy. But tonight, for the first night ever, it's all ladies night on uh, Fantasy Movie Draft. So I'm going to get right to it. Uh, we, we have four awesome, awesome ladies from four amazing film podcasts. Uh, and they are all from the hashtag LadyPod Squad. So we're going to go down the line of the order this evening with the uh, the person picking first tonight from Large Marge sent us, Andre. How are you doing tonight, Andre? Hello. Hi. I'm t- tired, but I'm here. <laughs> Andre's on <laughs> you got this. E- East Coast. We appreciate you staying yes. up late for, for those of us on the West Coast. Thank you. Uh, but I'm a big fan uh, of your podcast. Can you tell everyone a little bit about uh, you guys if they had never listened before? Sure. Uh, Large March Sent Us is a podcast where two sweetie sisters talk about their favorite flicks from childhood. So it's my sister and I, and we just go through and watch our favorite films and then talk about them usually while drinking. And it's not very organized. It's more just of like a loose conversation. And it's a lot of fun. You, it's a good time. You guys are great together. I love your show. Oh, and you guys thanks. are are really no. really good at picking movies. You you pick some really good ones. So I appreci- oh yes, I appreciate Thank that. You. We have great taste. I appreciate you guys. <laughs> Thank you for for joining us tonight. I'm excited to have you. Um, so you're picking first, and then in the second spot, right behind you, from Film Roast, Hannah is joining us this evening. What's up, Hannah? Hey, everybody. Glad to be here. <laughs> I tried to make that as contestant-y as I could. <laughs> I'm going to have to get you guys amped up and like really competitive against each other. <laughs> I've been trying via DM for a while, and uh, I'm, I'm hoping I can just like pitch you guys against each other. Like This is a Lady oh, Pod no. Squad <laughs> special going on. We all like each other. <laughs> like I said, you can still like each other, but be competitive with each other. Come we on. could do like some real housewives thing where we like all kind of plan some drama. Oh, uh, do I need to flip a table? <laughs> no, we should. Real housewives we script. Um, Hannah, tell us about Film Roast. Sure, uh, Film Roast was created six months ago by uh, two friends from college. I co-host with my friend Julia, and we just talk kind of randomly about movies. We're super over-caffeinated and completely underqualified to do that, but we do it anyway. Um, and yeah, we just have conversations about how movies relate to our childhood and our life now, uh, and have some laughs and do some terrible impressions and have a good time. Hannah also has an amazing banana suit that she likes to wear, apparently, <laughs> from time to time, and do some amazing dances. That's 
So, so good. Also, Hannah, True. I have some beef with you. You, oh, you, God. you watch a lot of amazing classic movies for the first time, but you live tweet during them. Don't you think you're kind of missing out on some of the good parts? Are you, are you good at uh, paying attention? I think I'm pretty good at paying attention. Like I try to time them every five minutes or so. So I try to like really take it in for a while and then be like, ooh, I have a thought. Um, but yeah, I, I try. I think like I give most attention. Like I just watched The Prestige, which is an amazing movie yes. for the first yes. time. And then I watched An American Werewolf in London for oh. the first time. Also amazing. That's and so I think favorites. that I gave them a fair shake. <laughs> I, I, I see like I see like Hannah tweeting about watching the matrix for the first time i'm like hannah no watch watch uh but yeah i i love film roast i love you guys as well thank you so much for joining us tonight uh so hannah's in second in the third spot tonight is amanda from amanda's picture show go go what's up amanda how are you doing this evening i'm good i uh am also sort of east coast so it's later but i'm a night owl so I'm doing a little bit better than Andre. Uh, Amanda- <laughs> Mentally, I'm 80 years old. So, <laughs> and I was about to say, and Amanda also has uh, seven podcasts that she's running apparently right now. She's like the super, <laughs> the super podcaster of the group. Uh, she's already told us, I'm like, this is like my seventh taping today. <laughs> it's only my third. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, tell, so tell us about uh, your main your main show, Amanda's Picture Show. Go, go. Yeah, uh, Amanda's Picture Show, Go-Go, it's been around for a little over a year now. And it started out as the Oscars are my Super Bowl, and then I had to change the name, but it's the same podcast. (laughs) And I watch both new releases and older films, and then I'm the main host, and then I have rotating guests that come on. Uh, Hannah's been on the show already uh and hopefully i will have ashley and andre on soon and uh at least one person either me or one of the guests has to have never seen the movie before so really easy to do with new releases not as easy to do with older movies which yeah can (laughs) great great concept i have the perfect person for you for (laughs) Thousands and thousands of movies. If you ever w- want someone, so uh, uh-huh. I've been listening, and I'm every time Chrissy's like, I haven't seen that. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I'm always like writing down notes when I hear people or see people like on Twitter be like, I haven't seen this movie. Like, I have a whole list of people from Lady Pod Squad and what they haven't seen on my phone. <laughs> it's 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 amazing. It's. <laughs> Hannah, your face looks shocked that I did that. So diligent. <laughs> is this a secret? Is this a secret list? You haven't asked. I don't remember being asked what I have and have not yeah, seen. Yeah, is this is this borderline stalker? <laughs> <laughs> it's just if I if I see people mention it, I write it down or I screenshot it. Oh, oh my gosh, it's like the burn book from Mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't seen The Godfather. <laughs> Noted. I haven't seen Godfather and made out with a hot dog. <laughs> oh, man. I can't say that I am in that category. Sorry. So l- let's get to the let's get to the person in the four spot. It's the the one person tonight that's been inside my home. It's Ashley from the that's Cutaways podcast. Yeah, we're talking about being weird. That's way more stalkery than me. Yeah, writing was down creepy. movies people haven't seen. What up? Ashley's my LA. <laughs> we're folks. We're we're here in LA together. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I have been in your home. I've also played with your dog and seen videos of your children. There you go. So, you know, <laughs> we'll just we'll just go full circle creepy right now. <laughs> Me and Ashley in the trust tree together. I'm, I'm not going to sh- I'm not going to show her any uh, you know, props over any other of you guys this evening just because I've like I said she's play- she's played with my dog and and met my seen videos of my kids. So, uh, but yeah, welcome. I haven't Ashley. met your kids yet, no. <laughs> So tell uh, tell everybody about the cutaways uh if no one who has ever listened before. So the cutaways is a podcast on the internet. <laughs> that, uh, we cover uh, a wide range of topics in the romantic comedy genre. <laughs> we watch romantic comedies in chronological order. I'm normally way better at this. <laughs> it's okay. We're here. Like but, I said, we're in the trust tree together. <laughs> What's going on? This is true. Uh, yeah, so uh, the cutaways, it's been almost two years. Oh, it's been over two years since we started the cutaways. Um, we started with a film, um, a German silent film in 1918, and have steadily moved through to the early to late 90s now. So we've covered a lot of movies that we probably will discuss tonight. So I'm kind of happy and also a little nervous <laughs> um, because I feel like I'm supposed to be some sort of ringer here. <laughs> I don't know. What does everyone else think? Totally. Um, I'm, I don't know. I think it's <laughs> my cat picked the order so it, it wasn't intentional <laughs> that he put you last. I swear. It's okay. It's okay. Oh man. And we Saw photographic proof of the cat. Yeah, the it was really cute. Evidence. He like he actually moved his paw on each piece of paper. It was the cutest thing I've seen in a long time. So <laughs> it, was great. it was great. I can't. I can't be too mad. It was a cat. I mean, they are typically my downfall. We are planning on getting a cat and naming it Aaron Purr to go with our dog oh. Xander Hamilton. Nice. So. <laughs> Nice. Oh my god. Can you dress the cat up and put him on Twitter and then have Lynn retweet that? Yes. Yes, I'm also terrified of that happening again cuz I was in the middle of work and my phone just started blowing up and everybody's retweeting my dog and I'm like, "Oh my god, Lynn found my dog. What do I do now?" <laughs> I had to literally turn my phone off because I cu- I couldn't even get to Twitter to stop notifying me fast enough. It was so bad. It was ah uh... Nightmares. Everyone, <laughs> everyone loves some uh, great pet pictures. So, uh, so, so we, we we've kind of referred to this. So, the theme for this evening, and um, I'm not even involved uh, this evening. This is this is going to be a fight amongst the Lady Pod Squad, just the four of them. So, the theme tonight is 1980s romantic comedies. So, dun dun dun. Uh, dun, dun, dun. So, <laughs> um, not romantic comedies general. <laughs> but we so we have we have four participants, five rounds. That means that twenty uh, romantic comedies from the nineteen eighties will be picked tonight. So we got a, we got a lot of uh, road ahead. Let's let's go ahead and get started with, like I said, the nineteen eighties romantic comedy fantasy movie draft. Just lying around shit. What is wrong with you? What's wrong with all of you? You guys stink. Sometimes you gotta say, what the fuck? Make your move. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. 
I want you to play dirty if you have to, but don't get caught. Go for the ribs. Don't let that bastard breathe. Concentrate, focus, power. Remember balance. Make cool fight. Keep your heads up. Play proud. Game over. Like I said, uh, Andre's cat chose the order, uh, draft order for tonight. <laughs> Um, because I uh, we pulled Andre's name out of a hat, and then she get to choose the draft order. She instead let her cat do it, and her cat chose Andre first. Ironically, uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I I chose myself first, and oh, okay, then I let okay. him pick the next three himself. <laughs> so then understandable. He, he picked Hannah, Hannah second, Amanda third, and Ashley has the fourth spot. So uh, let's let's get to it, guys. So. Andre, you picked yourself to go first. Um, 80s fantasy movie draft. You've been thinking about this for a while. What is going to be your first movie that you pick? Okay. So this so the reason I wanted to go first is because I wanted to make sure I had this movie in my bracket because I feel that when somebody says the na- the words 1980s rom-coms go, you automatically think when Harry met Sally. <sighs> I knew that was going to be the first pick. It was It was just predestiny for that to be the first pick. Yeah. It had to be. I mean, it's just, it's such a classic. And it's a lot of people's favorite um, movie. You can't go wrong with the orgasm scene in the deli. Yes! Yes! Oh! Yes! 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 <laughs> And it's Meg Ryan, a rare Meg Ryan without Tom Hanks at that. Um, and Billy Crystal and Carrie Fisher oh. is one of the best parts of that movie. And it's just so sweet. And I love the old people at the beginning that share their love stories. I mean, I'm just I'm like crying on the inside right now thinking about it. Um, but it's a great, great movie. And I love everything about it. And that is why it is my first pick. Huh. Yes. So uh, can can uh, can men and women be friends, guys? Is is it is it true or false? <laughs> Billy Crystal is wrong in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of male friends that I am not attracted to at all, or yeah, have any. That's the <laughs> yeah. That's the key. You can't be even like a little bit attracted to your male friend I think is the problem mm-hmm. in this situation I too have male friends and it's always been fine so yeah interesting that's, that's my thoughts interesting. Yep. that's Just, like yeah. the foundation of any Nora Ephron movie is friendship first so I, I as a noted romantic comedy connoisseur this is this is the movie that we always put on the pedestal on the cutaways podcast is if the movie that we're currently watching is as good as when harry met sally then it is a good romantic comedy so yeah i I mean it's one of the best a great way to think of it because it is it's not just for the 1980s but like justin i listened to your guys 90s and everybody was lamenting that this was 89 (laughs) <laughs> it's close. Yeah. It's so close. It's on the cusp there. So, um, yeah, Stone Cold Classic. Um, great pick, Andre, with your first uh, first pick up right off the board. Thank you. Which which means, Hannah, it's your time. Uh, you got your first pick in round one. Uh, what are you going to okay. go with? All right. I first of all, 
I Googled like 55 movies because <laughs> I had no, I was so stressed about this. I was so stressed and I'm stressed now announcing my pick. No pressure. Um, no because pressure. I don't even know if this qualifies as a rom-com per se, but I am going to go with the 1987 classic, The Princess Bride. It counts. It. We did it on the cutaways. It totally counts. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Really? So, are we all 100%? It's 100% a romantic comedy? It is like, 100% mm-hmm. a romantic comedy. There I is romance see. and there is comedy. Romance comedy meets romantic comedy. That's how I wrote True my that. list anyway. Me too. Me too. Yeah. And it's listed on multiple romantic comedy lists for specifically the 80s and others when I was researching. Do we have a dictionary definition of romantic comedies? Romantic comedy films are films with lighthearted, humorous plot lines centered on romantic ideals such as that true love is able to surmount most obstacles. <laughs> I need this. No, I, I mean, it totally counts. We all vote yes. I, I, it was number I, two on my list. I agree. I agree. Like, it, it's one you kind of have to look at, like, side-eyed when you first think about it, but it's... Definitely. It's, it's, it's got both of them. It's an amazing movie. Uh, Hannah, what's your, what's your favorite line from The Princess Bride? It's one of those that's got, like, a hundred lines. Uh, probably inconceivable. Inconceivable! There you go. Sorry, I know that's lame, <laughs> but it is. <laughs> Such a good movie. Such a good movie. Yes. So Princess Bride off the board. Uh, that means Amanda, you've got your first pick in round one. Yes. What, what are you gonna go with? I'm gonna go with 1984's Sixteen Candles. Oh, nice. Yep. And so, does the fact that this movie is, I mean, generously problematic years later, influence <laughs> you in any way? <laughs> In my pick? <laughs> in your pick? <laughs> I I mean, it, it is problematic. But when I was first thinking about iconic 80s rom-coms, the first two that came to my mind were When Harry Met Sally and Sixteen Candles. Got it. Because there's nothing like, you know, that final scene where she's kissing him over the cake, even though it's a fire hazard. Jake Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) But why is he so into... Okay, so I have a confession to make in that when I thought that this draft was just all romantic comedies of all time, uh, and I was living the high life and then realized it was just 80s, I was like, oh, fuck. And then I went and watched a bunch of 80s rom-coms t- to do research. So I watched 16 Candles for the first time yesterday morning. <gasps> what? Um, really? During work. So it was, you know, it's legit um, research here. <laughs> and I was appalled. <laughs> I, I knew it was inappropriate for in today's times, but yeah. I was not prepared for the level of ridiculousness that that movie serves up. So... Um, I'm so glad prob- I'm not problematic. alone. I'm so glad I'm not alone. <laughs> it's he just gives, terrifying he to me. He gives that kid a woman. He gives her a woman. Yeah. He says, Why? here, take my girlfriend home. Yes. Yeah, you can have sex yeah. with her. Like, just take her home. Like, that's upsetting. This is the reason why boys are having problems with, like, why it's not okay to have sex with girls when they're asleep. <laughs> And like when they say no, I'm pretty you're, sure it's because of this movie, right? You're that, not wrong. But you're wait, not that, wrong. I was about to say that scene. That scene where he's like, "Who are you?" 
that's me. <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> I'm I'm I, it's I'm it's him. crazy. Uh, it's a crazy it's movie. It's really creepy. And it's long, really long, creepy. Long duck freaking dong and Oh, oh yeah, like I, the racial yes, stuff. The racial her, stuff her is creepy grandparents. Like it's just creepy all around. Uh and And can we talk about her sister marrying that terrible terrifying guy? Like why is no one talking about that? And she's completely <laughs> she's completely not okay. She is like on some shit and she should not be allowed to give herself away at the altar under that Ugh. condition really it's also upsetting <laughs> wow I, I know that it's problematic but there's still this part of me that like grew up watching 16 candles on originally family channel before it became abc family and now it's freeform but like wow was it the entire thing censored no no i don't think it is on abc family it was i feel like it wasn't no so. ABC Family was like really okay with a lot of things before they became freeform. Uh, mm. Like Greek had a lot of drinking in it involved, and there was like premarital sex going on, which is totally not normal for Disney. But yeah, yeah, uh, it was all under technically Buena Vista, so that's how they got away with it. <laughs> Oh, John Hughes, first John Hughes off the board, which means, Ashley, it's now your pick, the last pick of round one. You've waited this long. What's your pick? Okay. So when I thought to myself, romantic comedy of the 80s, I had to go with 1984's Splash. Oh, such a good movie. Wow. I love this movie. I have lamented about it so often on our podcast. We've done it on our podcast. It's got Tom Hanks in it. I mean, who doesn't love Tom Hanks? Even John Candy's in it for some strange reason, playing <laughs> his brother. So, And it's a mermaid movie. So you have to love the first Disney mermaid movie that came out of uh, Buena Vista, ironically, as I bring it up again. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, there's actually, if you go back and watch it and then immediately watch uh, The Little Mermaid directly after it, you will see how Splash influenced the animators on The Little Mermaid. Oh. Amazing. Fascinating. Yes. It's it's a thing. Do it. (laughs) I'm going to. Double feature. I'm doing it Has everyone seen Splash? Yes. 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 I have. Wait, Hannah, Hannah, have you seen Splash? Yeah, that was one. That was like weird VHS that was just there growing up. And I was like, sure, I'll watch this again (laughs) because it's like this Dumb and Dumber or (laughs) Indiana Jones. (laughs) Yeah. I actually strangely watched Splash and Joe versus the Volcano more than the like like Sleepless in Seattle and like the typical Tom Hanks ones Mm -hmm. for some reason. So it's yeah, it was a favorite of mine as well. Are you excited for the Channing Tatum version that's coming? Yes. So he's gonna be the, he's gonna be a merman. Is that is that what it's gonna be? Yes, it's oh, yeah. gender bent yeah. splash with Channing Tatum as the merman, and I am so happy. <laughs> <laughs> it is a gift that keeps on giving. I will be first in line for that. That'll be amazing to watch. So you'll uh, have to fight me for the first spot, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Chan Tatum. Okay, so uh, that means, guys, we're already done with round one, which means it's time for round two. Woo! Uh, round two. Ashley, you just took Splash, but now you've already got your, your second pick up. What are you going to take number two? 
I'm going to go with probably one of my favorite 80s romantic comedies that we watched uh, that I had never heard of or seen before, um, but we watched it for our podcast. It is, of course, the epitomal 1987 Nicolas Cage and Cher movie, Moonstruck. Good one. Man. If you've never never seen seen Moonstruck, you need to see it. (laughs) Another one I just watched yesterday. What? (laughs) Yeah. I know. My it's, hand! It's embarrassing. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's amazing. It's an amazing movie. <laughs> it's it not is. on my list because I haven't seen it, but... Uh, it's so good. You should watch it, like, tomorrow. Probably, watch it probably. and then listen to our podcast because I, like, go off on this whole Nicolas Cage rant, and it's amazing. <laughs> so, so, Ashley... A positive a- rant? Do, what, what's the 20-second 20, 20 explanation? What's Moonstruck about for, for anyone who's never seen it? So Moonstruck is about Cher and Nicolas Cage getting together. Uh, Nicolas Cage plays a lone wolf type character and Cher is marrying her brother. And so she has to try and bring the brothers have had this huge feud for so many years because Nicolas Cage was making a bread or something for his original his brother's original (laughs) wedding. And then he lost his fingers or hand. It was very it was. (laughs) confusing um but he has this huge rant about his hand and then they fall in love and go to the opera and then you know fall in love (laughs) also important to note Nicolas cage has a ridiculous wooden hand yes um throughout this movie (laughs) which is a crucial part i love him i love Nicolas cage so much oh man he is, I just, it was just amazing. The, yeah, it's amazing. The two of them and and their chemistry in that movie is pretty, pretty great. It's awesome. It's 100% unexpected and glorious all at the same time. She won an Oscar yep. for that, right? Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Yep, she did. Which is why I'm waiting to watch it for my podcast. <laughs> so nice. I can be the virgin for that one since it's <laughs> nice. an Oscar winner. Yeah. Get on that amazing pick, Ashley, with Moonstruck, which means, Amanda, it's time for your second pick. You had the uh, slightly problematic uh, 16 candles in the first round. (laughs) What what are you going to go with in round two? Well, round two, I'm going to stay with, uh, I guess, some things that could be problematic, but it's a fabulous movie, Hannah and Her Sisters. Ooh. Ooh. Hannah, have you seen this one? <laughs> I have not, but I have sisters, <laughs> so I probably should get on. <laughs> Is it about you? It's it's, it's, it's clearly such a about great me. Movie. And it I mean it's not on my list. Hannah Hannah, it's, I would have to say if there was a movie out there, especially by a well known director called Justin and His Brothers, I would have watched it as soon as I could. <laughs> Because I have brothers, and I would just assume it was about me. So, uh, uh, so Woody Allen, Amanda, why Hannah and her sisters? Hannah and her sisters. It's I didn't watch it until maybe a year and a half ago, and it's like I'd always heard it's really funny. It's been like a lot of people that I respect. I've heard it's like one of their favorite rom coms, and then I finally like sat down and watched it. And I have my own issues with Woody Allen, but the movie completely won me over. And is it is it better than Annie Hall? I like it more than Annie Hall. Okay. I'm one of the people I, like 
I'll admit it's been like 15 years since I saw Annie Hall, but I was just sort of underwhelmed by Annie Hall. And Hannah and her sisters, I really, really liked. It's funny. It's sweet. There's, you know, it's got the romance. It's got the comedy. It also made me cry. Great <laughs> cast. Love. Yeah, the cast is amazing. Also, several Oscar wins for that movie. Um, was it Diane Weist? I think yes. won Best yes, Supporting Actress. I think she won. Yeah. Yeah. And and she is fabulous in the movie. She's like, always yeah, good. The whole cast is amazing. Um, I mean, yeah, Woody Allen's in it because it, it was during his time where he was in all of his own movies. But like Michael Caine, Max von Sydow, Mia Farrow, Carrie Fisher, Barbara Hershey. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, it's a it's an amazing cast. And Marino oh. Sullivan is the mom. Like, yeah. It's fantastic. Hannah and her sisters, which good good pick, Amanda. So, but I, I'm st- I'm still interested in you going sixteen candles first, and then a Woody Allen uh, picture second. So, <laughs> we'll see how it goes, Amanda. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> is, is is that your favorite Woody Allen film? Um, no, my favorite is Midnight in Paris. Ah, great movie. Great. Mm-hmm. Movie. Um, His movies are much better without him in it. <laughs> yes. Truth. <laughs> Truth. Um, all right. So that means, Hannah, you're up. It's been a while since <sighs> we heard from you. You picked The Princess Bride, number one. What is your second pick? My second pick, after much deliberation, will be the other John Hughes classic, Pretty in Pink. Oh, wow. I hate that movie so much. Wow. <laughs> what does everybody think of, of Pretty in Pink? What is, come on. Talk some shit, guys. Come on. Oh, um, she should have been ended up with Ducky. Yep. One, first True. Of first of all. Which she did Second originally. All, yes. Who the fuck designed that dress? Whoever <laughs> Thank designed you. that dress Thank needs you. to never be allowed to touch fabric ever <laughs> again. It's bad. Yeah, it's it's not it's not okay. I can't it's, watch it's not that okay. movie. Because of the end of that movie, I can't watch it. Yeah, it's I think terrible. I've only seen it once, but and it was a while ago, like when I was little, little. And the only thing I remembered was how ugly that dress was, <laughs> and how disappointed I was. Oh, the that, that was the dress. This so. movie caused marital problems for me and my husband. What? <laughs> yeah, uh, do tell. Sis. Sam was on our podcast for Pretty in Pink because, as Amanda has found out, it is really hard to find people that have not seen classic movies. And in our beginning inception, it was to find people that have never seen movies. Well, my husband has not seen a lot of classic movies. (gasps) He's sitting right next to me. You Um, must feel (laughs) awful about this. Tell me more. (laughs) He has has a good reason. Okay. Uh, But... Yeah, so we made him watch 16 Candles, and me and him got into this huge debate about symbolism and classism and all of these random things that Justine is just, like, sitting across the table from him, just like, what What do I do? Like, how do I make this stop? <laughs> They're going to die. Like, what is going to happen? And it's it exists in our podcast, and um, we are okay. We're fine. But Pretty in Pink <laughs> is, like, a, we don't talk about it anymore. I love you, honey. <laughs> so, Hannah, why, why Pretty in Pink with your second pick? Why, what do you think about the movie? 
Well, the movie is meh to me, to be honest. (laughs) I feel like as like when I think 80s, I think John Hughes. And so I think it's kind of just a given for me. If there were any left, I had decided that I was going to go for it. Um, And that was the one left. (laughs) (laughs) Really selling your pick. Really getting behind your pick, Hannah. I have 100% confidence, you guys. I am an expert in 80s. I was born in the 80s. No, I wasn't. It's okay. I know. Hannah's the youngest. Lies. Yeah, she is. The baby tonight. Uh, all right. Well, there you go. Hannah picked Pretty in Pink, which means we've got the last pick of round two. We're back to Andre. You already Ooh. have When Harry Met Sally. What are you going with with your next pick? Okay. So now that I've got the fan favorite picked already, I'm going to go with some just my personal favorites. So f- fuck all you guys out there if you don't think these will win. I don't care. I love them. Um, so this pick is the 1987 Overboard. Yes. Oh, good. I almost picked that one. Starring Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell, who are one of like two Hollywood couples still in existence today. Because of this movie. You too. Because of this movie, they met. And they fell in love. And they never got married, which is probably the key. The key yeah. behind all of this. Though they created um, one adorable looking hockey player. I will tell them that. <laughs> did they? Yes. I had no they idea. Did. I Look am it Googling up. <laughs> that right now. Well, maybe. Oh, maybe later. My phone's dying. But I'll just write that down. Google <laughs> hockey player son. Okay. Um, yeah, so Overboard has always been a family favorite of my family. We love it so much. Uh, so many classic lines. Goldie Hawn is amazing in it. And it's just a, re- I think it's a really sweet love story. Yes, he was probably not in the right to claim a woman that had amnesia as his wife and pretend that he, she was his wife and make her do like slave labor. Yeah, okay, so okay, so that's wrong. <laughs> sure, it's problematic, but you know what? It turned out okay, and they fell in love. And that scene at the end where they fly, they jump off the ship, and she's in that amazing gold sparkly dress is just it's top notch. Um, so I just, it's just, it's a great movie. Great family flick. Love it. Love it. Everyone should see it. I I, I agree. Has everyone seen it uh, overboard? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I love overboard. Good. Great pick, Andre. So it's already time for round three, guys. And Andre gets another pick right out, right after overboard. Boy. So uh, go ahead. All right. The next one, moving right along into the eighties. Uh, 1988, Working Girl. Damn it. Ooh. Damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Never um, seen yeah. it. Another really great movie here with Melanie Griffith. Um, She and, and Harrison Ford. Oh, sorry, I almost forgot Harrison Ford is really hot in this movie. <laughs> and, um, Peacottenist, some might say. <laughs> he's, uh, I just... He's not kind of hot. He's like it's really yeah. Hot. It's like I'm getting like hot flashes over here. Um, <laughs> yep, me but, too. Uh, I'm with you. <laughs> but such a good movie, and Sigourney Weaver plays a great villain. And not only is it a good romance, it is also a great woman empowerment um, film as well because she rises up from secretary to kind of a kind of a boss bitch lady. And I'm really I'm all for that. 
Um, it's so, Cinderella in Jersey. Yes, yes, so true. <laughs> and she, when although I, I will say, I don't know if I support her haircut choice in that movie. Um, I don't support you know, her relationship with Alec Baldwin in that movie. Okay, <laughs> sure, sure. Well, right, which is why she leaves him. Yes. But then she's like, I need to be more professional, so I'm going to cut my hair into this, like, mm, it's... <sighs> I don't know how to describe that. Though you have but... the the, be- the best best friend in all of cinema history, oh, yes. Joan Cusack. Joan so Cusack you can't also knock on that amazing. Too bad because she's the one who did it. So <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. I don't want to hurt her feelings. Yeah, she's don't great. don't hurt Joan. She's she's a patron saint of our podcast. Joan. We love her. Who was also <laughs> in Sixteen Candles with her brother. Yes. Yeah, See, that's why Sixteen Candles even... is great. You get both Cusacks. <laughs> I... <laughs> Keep two keep bringing one. up pluses. Two cues. There you go. <laughs> so fun. Keep, yep. keep up. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a stupendous movie, and that is my that is my pick. She so Melanie Griffith. She won an Oscar for that one, right? Isn't that the one she won I an Oscar for? I think she was nominated. I don't she, think she won. I don't think she won for that one. She was she was really high in her cocaine habit at that point in time. Like immediately <laughs> after filming that movie, she got sent to what? rehab. Oh so, my god! Yeah. Wow. So upsetting. Awesome. Okay. Working girl off the board, uh, which means, Hannah, we're back to you with your round three pick. Oh, my gosh. Me again? All right. I'm so prepared, you guys. It's fine. So, (laughs) all righty then. Working girl, Gonzo. I'm going to do, let's do plot twist. Let's go with the Steve Martin classic. Roxanne. Oh, yes. I love that movie. Damn it. <laughs> Not in the film, but also oh, a yeah. song. <laughs> Should Miss, be. Missed opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about uh, one of my faves, uh, Roxanne, Hannah. Basically, his name is C.D. Bales, I think, right? <laughs> He's got like a strange name, and he falls in love with this girl named Roxanne, you know, Big shocker there. Um, but she is, if I remember, this has been a long time, but I, if I remember right, she fall, she falls in love with like who he is, but not what he looks like because he's got a big old nose. <laughs> yeah, he's Cyrano. Yes. She she falls in love with the, the clunky, stupid guy who is That's getting right. fed, fed lines and told what to do by Steve Martin's character. So. Yes. Exactly. Um, and Daryl and he, Hannah just killing it in the 80s again. Yep. Gotta Get, love her. Getting uh, getting naked again. Daryl Hannah. Yet another <laughs> movie she gets strang- strangely naked in. Uh, she does? Yeah, she gets uh, called yeah. out of the house, locked out of her house naked, and he helps uh, get in her house and let her in by like doing some like, oh, parkour. That's how they meet. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He, al- he okay. also sniffs out fire. Which oh, I yeah, with his large nose. <laughs> yes, they added that. They added that in from the play. Uh, I would like to point out that I have not seen this, but I was in the play Cyrano de Bergerac in high school. Ooh. Ooh. So I have the gist of what is it is about. So I think it would be deal. a perfect be future movie for uh, Large Marge, uh, Andre. I, yeah, it, it's a great one. I don't know if my, I don't know if uh, other sweetie has seen that, but. I will ask. Whoops. Um, Cat attack. <laughs> great, <laughs> great, great pick, Hannah. Uh, Roxanne, off the board, which means we're up to Amanda for her round three pick. What's up, Amanda? What are you going to pick? Mm, I'm trying to decide between two. And this is where I'm like, do I go with my heart 
or my head. Mm, the, <laughs> the heart versus head conundrum. Go on. Yeah. Just like uh, a real rom com. Oh. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with Victor Victoria from 1982. Whoa. Ooh. Didn't see that coming. Which, is that your heart? That is, <laughs> that is my heart. And knew it. I don't care. Like, that is a movie. If it comes on TV, I have to stop anything I'm doing and finish watching that movie. So explain Victor Victoria for anyone who's never seen it. Well, okay. First of all, have any of you seen Victor Victoria? I have, of course. Who else? I have not. I okay. have not. So it's just Whoa, you and me, you Justin. <laughs> okay. So first of all, now I want all of you to be on Victor Victoria with me. <laughs> We've been go. added to her list, guys. We've been added to the list. <laughs> oh, been shit. Added to the list. <laughs> um. <laughs> Underlined yeah. in red. There you go. <laughs> it's, uh, it, you know, this might be a trend with me. It's another uh, Oscar nominated movie. And, uh, but it has Julie Andrews, Robert Preston, Leslie Ann Warren, um, James Garner. And basically, Julie Andrews is an opera singer who can't get a job until she becomes, uh, until she cross-dresses as a man who goes and sings like a woman. Mm Mm-hmm. And then she becomes like this sensational, you know, big hit in, I think it's Paris. And, you know, every, you know, everybody's going to the cabaret to see her, you know, sing. But at that point, she's like, a, she's being called like a count or whatever. She's being called Count Victor, but her real name is Victoria, thus. Victor Victoria and then you know things get complicated because James Garner is like falling in love with her but he's like whoa that's a dude oh wait there's boobs um (laughs) that sounds exactly like Shakespeare in love not even kidding (laughs) well uh this movie was 17 years before that so or 16 years but Shakespeare in love 98 did it have Voldemort's brother in it (laughs) Uh no, there <laughs> no fines are in this movie. Damn, but James Garner is so oh my god, he's dreamy in this movie, and I just it's it's so great. Leslie Ann Warren is wonderful in this movie. She's so annoying, like <laughs> in the way that like you love Lena and Singing in the Rain and how annoying she is. That's how, like, Leslie Ann Warren's character is in this. And it's a musical. Okay, I'm in. I'm on board. I'm going to watch it. Everyone checked out Victor Victoria, uh, Julie Andrews. Did you know that Julie Andrews, uh, she she writes children's books as well? She's like a... Yes. She's She's amazing. She's multifaceted. Chrissy Chrissy used to work on a, a talk show, and she texted me one time. It was probably about five or six years ago, and she's like... I'm with Julie Andrews right now. And I was like, Oh my God. What, what does she smell like? Please tell her I love her. <laughs> I would be crying. She smells She's of roses. She's my hero. Raindrops on roses. She, I think she's just one of those people that she just has like an or Like once you're in her vicinity, you're just like, you feel calm and everything is right with the world because she's amazing. She's, you get a spoonful of sugar. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, man. So 
Victor Victoria, everyone needs to check it out. Amanda is taking it off the board, which means we have the last pick of round three coming up with Ashley. What are you going to do with Ashley? Okay. So I was told to make this pick by my editor what? when I told him I was doing this on Friday. <laughs> is this allowed? Uh, Just, Justin, is this allowed? Whoa, whoa. I, I will allow this, but we'll think we'll of actually... it as a lifeline. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have seen this movie and it was automatically on my list. I just didn't know when I was going to take it, if it was available, because I only like half of this movie. <laughs> so I'm picking 1987's Can't Buy Me Love. Ooh, uh, good, good job, editor guy or girl. <laughs> uh, he's a guy. <laughs> so this is the one that um, Ashley and Justine talked about on their podcast and trashed. And then I instantly tweeted him. I'm like, why? Why did you do this? Why? <laughs> we liked the first half, Justin. You guys like, don't like you... she's. You don't like she's all that as well. I'm like, you just hate all of these same movies, apparently. So well, when he's basically like prostituting her, I know it's she's like self inflicting it because she's like, I'll I'll help you because I need to replace my mom's clothes that I stole out of her closet. <laughs> but Patrick Dempsey, I mean, come on, his hair, just all Patrick Dempsey. Said. We had in our podcast, we had a 30 minute conversation about. Patrick Dempsey's hair from this movie. Uh, as like, you should. It, it's beautiful, right? Like the curls and just the way that it covers, like goes around his face with his glasses. And he's so cute and dorky and adorable. And they have a moment and then he ruins it with a bolo tie. So, <laughs> so uh, oh. one, of, one of the quintessential uh, 80s characters, Ronald Miller. You all know Ronnie? Yeah, I think. Didn't you like used to mow our lawn? Yes. And you have the nicest pair of rhododendrons in town. Uh, played by Patrick Dempsey. So, Can't Buy Me Love also has one of my favorite scenes, uh, dance scenes of any movie ever with the... The African dance scene? The African... Is it African anteater dance or whatever? Yeah, yes. African anteater dance. Oh, yes. Amazing. So good. Amazing. Um, R.I.P. the actress from that movie, though. Uh, yeah. She passed away like a couple years ago, so... But great movie, Seth Green, teeny tiny Seth Green's in that movie. He's adorable. Uh, Baby Seth Green. um, But I love it. Great pick, uh, Ashley. But uh, it's already time for round four, which means you get to pick again. What are you going to go with with your fourth pick? Well, I didn't write down the date for this one, but I think it was... Crap. To the Google. That's what I'm doing now. My phone's being... (laughs) mean maybe i'm sure someone probably might have it on their list so they can maybe back you up okay um well i am picking another tom cruise classic which is actually probably one of my favorite tom cruise mo- or not tom cruise tom hanks oh my god it's oh, it's not god. even 9 30 sharp sharp left turn there Sharp left turn, plot twist. Okay. Uh, one of my favorite Tom Hanks movies. It is actually, I found the date, 1986's The Money Pit. Nice. Wow. If you haven't seen it, you need to. You need to just for like the five minute long laugh that Tom Hanks has. <laughs> When, like, his house is just imploding on him. It's amazing. It's lovely. I love that part. We actually got to see uh, the editor 
she was on a, a panel that we saw at uh, Edit Fest this year, me and Justine, because, you know, we're editors and stuff. So, <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> I'd just like to say that you haven't lived until you've seen Tom Hanks get sucked through the the floor in a rug. Um, and yes. Then... <laughs> Did, what his his tub fell through the floor, right? That's yes. what happened. Yes. Uh, He's, wait, is that oh is that the same scene? No, it's it's He's standing shortly after. Okay. He's like standing on a rug in this room and then it just like falls through a hole and his whole body gets stuck in that hole except for his head is sticking out. So then he's just stuck in the rug in the floor for like all night and he sings like all these songs and he's like, let's do Brad, 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 like that all day. Oh, it's so good. It's just oh. Oh, the money. So, it's the great. money pit is always the movie I think about when I'm like, oh, maybe someday I'll buy a house here in L.A. And I'm like, yeah. or not because of the money. <laughs> no. pit. Have you seen we that we actually watched the first time I ever saw this movie was actually in school. It was for an economics class, which was like, what? Here's yeah, they were like trying to scare us from buying houses, like without actually <laughs> doing research and stuff. And Mission I'm like, accomplished. no. Well, I would buy well, I mean, this I house. Think, I think the key here is to get a house inspection is well, yes. the main thing they missed. Fatal flaw. Throughout this. Well, so and plus the whole that, point of the movie is that the house is a representation for him and his girlfriend's love falling apart and they must rebuild because, you know, you have to work at relationships. Wow. It's deep. So, it's deep. I mean, like, I'm so happy that I watched it because I probably never would have heard of this movie if I hadn't seen it in school. And I love it. I mean, who doesn't love Tom Hanks? Uh, mid, mid to late 80s, Tom Hanks' run of especially romantic comedies is pretty unprecedented. So Money Pit is right in there. So Ashley, yes. great pick. Uh, round four, which means Amanda... You're up next. You are. You already have sixteen candles. <laughs> I keep coming back. Sixteen candles. Sorry, sixteen candles that also that has both Cusack, uh, Joel yeah, and, and both John Cusacks. Um, what are you gonna go with round four? Okay, round four. I feel like there's like four that I want to pick, but I can't. Um, you get only one. Go ahead. I get only one. I'm gonna go with 1984's *Romancing the Stone*. Nice. Good one. Okay. I'm glad that this is one people have seen. <laughs> I grew up on this movie. Explain Romancing the Stone. Go. So, Romancing the Stone, you have Kathleen Turner, you have Michael Douglas, and they are, I don't know, put together under sort of hijinks and dangerous adventure circumstances. And they fall in love. Oh, and Danny DeVito is there. <laughs> he's there for every romantic comedy, right? <laughs> I I totally was like, could twins be a romantic comedy if it's romance between... Brother-mance, of course. Brother, yeah. <laughs> 100% would be behind that. Because there was some, there was something, something going on. I'm not going to lie. Right, right. 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 There was some Jamie and Cersei Lannister shit going on in that relationship. <laughs> yeah, Kathleen I Turner love... in that movie is great. She's she's great. She plays oh, like a yeah. writer, right? She she writes like uh, pulpy type romance uh, books, correct? 
Yeah, yeah. That's part of, I think, you know, the whole point of it being called, like, romancing the, yeah, the stone. But the two of them have amazing chemistry, and then even mm -hmm. Danny DeVito fits right in. Yes, he does. (laughs) And directed by Robert Zemeckis, so. Mm -hmm. One of his first, right? Bobby Z, I love him. I think so. This was, uh, this was between Back to the Future and Roger Rabbit. I believe. Yeah. So, like one of his first when he was like getting huge. Mm-hmm. Um, great pick, Amanda. Well, thank you. So, Hannah, you're up next. Round four. Are there any other movies from the '80s, romantic comedy wise, that you have seen? Go. <laughs> There's go. two, and <laughs> one of them is. <laughs> I, I I hope you guys consider this a romantic comedy because it's definitely one to me. It's got comedy, it's got romance, it's got Eddie Murphy. It is 1988's Yay. Coming to America. Of course. Yes. Classic. I have it I have it on mine. Right on. Yep. We did it's it just, on the podcast. It's fantastic. <laughs> Ours too. So t- tell us what you like about uh, Coming to America, Hannah. Everything. Um, I, I like that he's like, where else should I find a queen but Queens, New York? Like, that's like <laughs> definite real logic that people use. Um, no, I, I just liked it. I like that it was kind of a story about how he was kind of set to marry somebody. And then he's like, no, nah, I'm going to go and look for my own kind of thing and figures it out on his own somewhat. Um, I think it's just a fun movie. It's funny. It's, it's lighthearted. It's got the romance, got the comedy. It's a good romantic comedy, and boom, that's why I picked it. It's the Lion King. <laughs> it's the Lion King. It is really the Lion King. It's got Mufasa in it. It's the Lion King. Okay. James Earl Jones. <laughs> uh, so does. Got got Arsenio Hall in it as well. Yes, um, he's the best in that too. Probably his best. So good. Best role, you know. Um, Freeze you disease rhinoceros pisser. <laughs> yes. Love coming oh, to so America. Great pick, Hannah, which means uh, we're at the end of round four with Andre with your fourth pick. Okay. All right. This movie is a little weird, but <laughs> we love it anyways. It's 1988's Earth Girls Are Easy. <laughs> yes. Um, it is such a good movie. It's very, um, what's the word? C- balls ass crazy. Yep. Um, it's yep. <laughs> it's sci-fi, but sorry, I'm doing some cat aerobics <laughs> while I try to get my cat off the computer. This is normal for us at the Sweetie Club. And um, so this movie is Gina Davis is living in... Uh, many of, of your, your guys' hometown, uh, L.A., yep. Los Angeles, if you will. In the valley. And um, it's a different L.A. from what I've seen. It seems to consist mostly of, like, Barbie people and um, surfers. So Those are kind of regulated to the north. Like, you got, you got the okay. valley, and that's where they all okay. live. Good to know. And then Good we're out know, here on the, the west side being like, hey, guys, cool. We got the breeze from the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> Go stay over there, right. creepy people from Beverly Hills. <laughs> I, I, okay, I, li- makes sense I live in the now. valley, so go on. There you go. <laughs> okay. okay. So one day, one day, while whilst um, in her pool, 
a spaceship falls out of the sky and into her pool, and she soon befriends three fuzzy aliens, um, who she then gives makeovers to, and turns out there's three attractive men under the, that alien fur, which is very exciting. So you've got Jeff Goldblum, Jim Carrey, and I'm going to forget which Wayne's brother this is. I think it's Marlon. Damon. Uh, fuck. <laughs> That's close. <laughs> I always fuck it up. I always fuck it up. Um, but yeah, so it's great. It's great. And and then they're just kind of, the aliens are kind of let loose in LA and shenanigans happen. Gina Davis is supposed to marry this total dickhead doctor who's been cheating on her. Um, Dr. Love. And Dr. Love, fucking Dr. Love. And then <laughs> um, at, by the end, you know, it's just, it's true love as only an alien and a woman can find together forever. Um, but it's a great movie and it's, it's very surreal. Um, there's a dream sequence in this movie that scared the shit out of me when I was little. Um, and it's just amazing that this movie has, was, is made and that people still love it. So I'm all for it. Good soundtrack as well. Julie Brown is in this movie (laughs) as well. By Julie Brown. Not downtown. Who sings amazing songs. Not downtown. Julie Brown. Another confusing thing for me. Yes. (laughs) Um, but yeah, great soundtrack. So totally, totally awesome movie. Love Earth Girls Are Easy. Uh, we did it on our podcast as well. Uh, we have a strong affinity for Jeff Goldblum, and he's pretty uh, he, he's pretty great in that movie as well. So I think they like fell in love. That's the movie they fell in love on. Uh, him and Gina <gasps> Davis. No, wait, wait, wait. Was no, it the fly? Wasn't the fly? The, I think those movies came out like. Concurrently, the fly was before. I think the fly this. was like I it was the fly. So when is Earth Girls Are Easy? When did that one come out? Eighty-eight. There you go. Then yeah, it would have been the fly. So uh, great movie. Unless they shot Earth Girls Were Easy like way back in the day. It always could have been. Didn't find a distributor until then. Transylvania eight five thousand as well. Oh, that's right. I forget. Yeah, just a couple times. They're good. <laughs> uh, so uh, so that's it for round four, which means. We're already to round five, our last round, guys. Oh, my God. This is going so so quickly. Uh, I'm prepared for this. So round five, just so you guys know, you're you're all newbies, but round five is like the one for me. Like, this is the one for me. Like, I'm just going to go for one of my favorites. I don't care what anybody thinks. Round five, (laughs) I'm going to grab it off the board, go crazy. So that means, Andre, you've got your last pick of the draft with round five. You just took Earth Girls Are Easy. What are you going to go with with your final pick? <gasps> okay. Wait. This is the one I should just I should take for me. It's all heart here. <laughs> you don't, is that, that's you, what you're you saying to me? You don't have to, to listen to me. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> okay. you, well, you seem, pretty, you seem pretty smart and you've done this a lot. Yeah, I so. feel like I've already done um, that too. <laughs> yeah, I have as well. <laughs> yeah, my last, no one's my last ones all were like that. But I'll just do it again. Um, okay. So my last pick will be 1987's Baby Boom. Wow. Which is another family favorite um, starring Diane Keaton. Your mom. Um, I'd also like to shout out late to Sam Shepard, who passed away recently. Very sad. Um, But this movie is also great on many, many levels. And it's... It is a, at its heart a love story, but also has much deeper themes throughout it, including, again, a woman on her own and being a badass bitch boss lady, which I always love and appreciate. Um, but there is a love story at the end that ends in a happy way. So it's a romantic comedy. Ta-da. 
Great pick. Great pick. <laughs> Ahead of its time. Baby boom. Uh, so that's awesome. Hannah? That's right. Women can have it all. <laughs> in case anyone thought otherwise. Um, all right. No, no disagreement will... here. No disagreement here. Hannah, you got your last pick of the draft. Okay. For my no final pick. At all. Mm. None. <sighs> For my final pick, I'm going to go with, as Justin said, you know, what I want out of this life for my fifth pick. And what I want is 1980, what year is this? 1989's Look Who's Talking. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So great. Oh, my God. Kirstie Alley, John Travolta, what are you doing in this movie? I'm so happy you're in it. Um, Who doesn't Scientology gave him that movie. (laughs) who doesn't love babies talking about adult lives uh i don't know why i just constantly watch this movie it's super weird now (laughs) thinking about it but it it really is xeno it's xeno is coming out of those babies you know they're confessing their their sins their crimes against (laughs) scientology it's very possible Um, i still feel like that movie taught me how like sperm and eggs work Oh, no, totally. It was that, yes. It confused the shit out of us. We talked about that on our podcast because it seemed to us that they were just kissing and then all of a sudden the sperm came. So is that, is that not what happened? Like, Wait a you second. Kissed, you kissed Stop a baby as right That's there. what it taught us. Right. Yeah, a little confusing over here in the Sweetie Club. But um, we get it. We get it now, though. So don't worry. Um, um yeah good good pick Hannah. <laughs> thank you oh man and there was a couple sequels after that as well so uh <laughs> there were which i will say <laughs> look who's talking to is a very good movie and bruce willis and roseanne are really great <laughs> oh my both god movies. i forgot they were in that. it's great Bruce Willis as a baby probably is the best character in Look Who's Talking. So just, it's probably the best pl- character he's ever played. But, you know. Pro- yes. Bad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's really good at playing a baby. That makes sense. So, uh, mm-hmm. And the third one, those dogs, right? Yeah. Look Who's Talking yeah, Now. I don't yeah. count that one. As... Look Who's Talking Now. I didn't even know this one existed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So good pick, Hannah, with Look Who's Talking. Um so before we get to the last two picks, I I did a, a like a just a fake list for me, and looking at this, there's a couple of super popular ones that I thought would already be taken by now. So, Amanda, no pressure. <laughs> you got your last pick of the draft. Yeah. What I do guess. you want to go with? I'm I'm gonna follow my heart, and I'm gonna go with because that's just what I've done, and I don't care. Um, I'm gonna go with Dirty Dancing. Mm. Nice. Mm. Does it count? Com- I think it's comedy? hilarious. <laughs> the sister. Is we can't one- really put baby in a corner, so I think it counts. Oh. I'll put I'll put up for a vote. What does everyone think? This is a, this is, might be our one of our most controversial ones. Dirty Dancing, a romantic comedy, yay or nay? I mean, I will um, give you that there is romance, but I don't know if the comedy is intentional comedy. Like, was it scripted that way? Hmm. I'd have to, like, do more research on that, but I don't think we have enough time. I was, there is an abortion, I, so... Should we, should we call Justine? <laughs> 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 Let Justine be the tie. <laughs> I, the I mean, let me call her. 
Let me call her. You can call her, but here, I will say this, Amanda, that there are people who have lost drafts because one of their picks was on the controversial side. So I will I will leave it up to you. Uh, you know, this one's kind of touch and go. I would probably lean towards more of a drama for uh, Dirty Dancing myself. For Dirty Dancing. What do you think? Do you want to change it out? Hey, Justine. <laughs> I want to hear what Justine says. <laughs> so you're, you're you're on Skype right now. You um, since you love this movie, I needed to call you to put in a vote for this. Is okay. is Dirty Dancing a romantic comedy? Um, I whose side am I on? Oh my god! <laughs> you're on the Lady Pod Squad side. Come on, go ahead. No. Yes. Is Dirty Dancing a romantic comedy? Um, IMDb listed as drama, and that's what I would think it would be. I mean, it deals with abortion as a main plot point. Oh, yes. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> I mean, okay. you're all about the controversial, the, the, all about the problematic picks. I have, I have several others I could choose. I, 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 so I, thank you, Justine. <laughs> Uh, for for weighing in on this, I'm gonna have to rule this this a no, but main, okay. But mainly for Amanda's sake, because I, I just think it's too. I number one, I don't think it's romantic comedy. But if she even chose it, I think it would be people will look at it and be like, eh, you know. So I'm gonna give you a sec. I'm gonna give you one more pick, Amanda. <laughs> okay. Instead of Dirty Dancing, what do you want to go with? Okay, I guess I'll be less controversial and I'll go with Mannequin because I watched that a million Damn it. times. I, I had that on my list now, as my extra just in case. <sighs> yeah. I love that movie. It's so weird and so screwed up, but I love it. I watched it so many times growing up. And to the point, like, we had this VHS, I think it was, like, taped off of HBO or something. And, like, I would and always And James be- Spader is still the villain. <laughs> Well, yeah, he's always the villain. Um, Because I don't consider him a romantic lead in Pretty in Pink. He's just the bad guy that somehow gets the girl. But (laughs) I, yeah, I love Mannequin. It's ridiculous, and I don't care. Uh, So I have to give a shout out to our boy Peter at Podstalgic. Yes, Peter. Yeah, Peter. I we love you, Peter. I was on his podcast, and we talked about our our mutual love for Mannequin, which is a movie that I I adore, and it was one of the first movies that we did on our podcast. It was like fifth or sixth. It's it's crazy, crazy movie. Uh, that is super eighties, and I love it. So, mm-hmm. uh, much better pick, Amanda. Okay. Yay. <laughs> Th- thumbs up to mannequin. Um, thumbs so up to mannequin. <laughs> that means, guys, we're already at the end. There's one more pick in this draft, and, and it falls to Ashley. Ashley, what are you going to go with to end this 1980s romantic comedy fantasy movie draft? Well, I've already covered all of you know the movies that I personally wanted to go in, but I know Justine would be remiss if I didn't mention a John Cusack movie. So I'm going to go with 1989's Say Anything. 
Thank God. That was one of the ones I was talking about. <laughs> I'm so surprised it hasn't been taken. It's classic. You got John Cusack holding that boombox over his head. He also has some weird political conversations with some parents, but you know, do you do you, John. You do you. <laughs> I thought I about wanna... it, but it's not my fave. Ah. I it, this is sadly one that I have not seen. What? <gasps> Me too. Yeah, I mean, I it's, to, it's not—it's not it the greatest, but it definitely is. If you're wanting to look at what works in a romantic comedy and then what doesn't work in the romantic comedy, it has both. So you see in one scene something that works, and then you see them completely tear that bit that they made work down in the next scene, and it's like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> Okay, you two, got, the two of you that haven't seen this, you have to watch Say Anything. So Cameron Crowe, uh, John Cusack playing Lloyd Dobler, one of the best you know characters from an '80s comedy uh, out there. Uh, Still great not quite sure if Cameron know what's he, what he wants to say, but you know what do you th- what do you think he's saying in that movie, Ashley? I don't know. I mean, he tra- he did the same thing with. Jerry Maguire. He just doesn't. He picks on one tangent, and then they start filming, and he goes on another. Had to just... had to bring your Jerry Maguire <laughs> hate in, Ashley. Why? Because it's terrible, Justin. One day you will come to the conclusion oh, that it is terrible. <laughs> oh, Chrissy's gonna hate when she gets Isn't to this part of the Isn't that her favorite movie? <laughs> it's one of her favorite movies, Jerry Maguire. So, uh... well, there there has been some there's been some talk. <laughs> I mean, Chris, Chrissy was on our show uh, last week, and there we we had some we had some conversation. We made up. We we talked about our mutual love of Heath Ledger. You know, we good. We good. Uh, so, so check out them when they when they drop the ten things I hate about you episode. Yes, um, it's it's next week. Yeah, Wednesday. So uh, Ashley, say anything. Like I said, I, I just mentioned this a couple rounds ago. I'm like, there's a couple that I'm really surprised no one's taken. Just because if I think of 80s romantic comedies, that's one of the ones that come... I mean, the, the boombox scene is like everywhere. So even if you haven't seen that movie, most people know about that scene. So yes. there you go. Ashley, off the board, say anything, which rounds up the draft, which means... Okay, we're going to get to honorable mentions if anyone has any in a second, but I'm going to read out the the board so everyone knows who's got who in terms of movies. Andre, you have When Harry Met Sally... Overboard, Working Girl, Earth Girls Are Easy, and Baby Boom. Hannah has The Princess Bride, Pretty in Pink, Roxanne, Coming to America, and Look Who's Talking. Amanda has 16 Candles, Hannah and Her Sisters, Victor Victoria, Romancing the Stone, and Mannequin. And Ashley has Splash, Moonstruck, Can't Buy Me Love, The Money Pit, and Say Anything. What does everybody think? Whew. I think I think we did great. Yeah, I think, I think it's a great list. Does I want to know, Justin, what was on your thing that we didn't say? Yeah. Uh so maybe everyone else doesn't think. I guess this is a weird romantic comedy, but it's a popular movie. Is big. I'm surprised no one picked yeah. big. I had, I had so that on my list. I had it on my list, but I felt uh, very weird, uncomfortable about it because me too. I don't think it's right to. <laughs> To classify that as a romantic yeah. comedy when he is a child and she a woman. Um, 
Agreed. I I'm surprised Amanda didn't pick pick it uh, for that. <laughs> oh, oh! I had some other controversial ones I could have gone with, but I decided to Ooh. stop being controversial. Yeah, my co- I had one controversial, but I. It's really hard because it is. It's got romance in it, but it's like more the B story, which was Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, mm. Google classifies it as a romantic comedy, and I think Google mm. is wrong. Yeah. Same yeah. Idea. I think it's just a straight up comedy. It's, I mean, it's one of my favorite movies, but I mean, I, unless Google's like predicting some type of weirdness between Ferris and Cameron, which is totally plausible, which could like explain Cameron's depression that he has this huge crush on Ferris and can't, you know, confess that love because that's not what Ferris is about. Or it's all so, in his head, isn't yes, that? Yes, I, I like I like the only head theory. So. Mm. Any so any uh major uh honorable mentions anyone uh have on their list? Um I also had Lover Boy, which I don't know if anyone's seen that one. It's, it's a Patrick yeah. Dempsey movie also where he is a prostitute who delivers pizza and need to see um, oh my god, it's Ex- amazing. The extra so, anchovies. Yes. Oh yes. So the code word, like so if you want a prostitute and not just a pizza, you order your pizza with extra anchovies. <laughs> And so when somebody orders that, he knows it's like it's a prostitute gig here. So he goes to the woman's house and has sex with them. Although I think at one point, doesn't somebody order extra anchovies like just by accident? Like that actually is their favorite topping. And he goes there and it's like a man. Yeah. He starts stripping. Yes. Okay. 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 Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Um, I highly recommend that. Um, I also had Mystic Pizza, which I saw on a treadmill one time at the gym so i didn't know if that counted um yes because <laughs> well, i don't know if i don't really remember it and i only saw half of it so <laughs> who knows um desperately seeking susan and that was that was it everything oh and broadcast news 1987 um, yes a really good a- movie amazing movie yep surprise that one didn't get picked that's a great movie it's not a lot uh, of people haven't heard it i was telling talking to my friends about it and nobody knew what it was so um, w- one that I'm surprised no one picked, and maybe it's because I'm old, but uh, Tootsie is a classic. I had yeah. it, I had it on my list, but I did too. After two of my Oscar picks, no one seemed to know about. I decided <laughs> not to go with. It. I knew about them, I just hadn't seen them. I had a Bull Durham written down on mine, and I kind of wish I had put that in my list somewhere. You trying to get a mail vote? You trying to get the mail vote? <laughs> yeah. They're um, out there, Hannah. You could have done it. I'm putting in Bull Durham for all dudes. Oh, I had some dude picks that I decided not to do that uh-huh. would have also been controversial. Uh, Raiders Top of the Gun. Lost Ark. What? <laughs> did you say Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yes. She there did. was romance and humor. But mostly no. but mostly action. <laughs> But like one of my that one. favorite scenes in that is when they're on the boat and she's like kissing him and he's he's like, well, you know, where doesn't it hurt? And he's like, here, here, it is, here. That is a good thing. That is it true. Does, and that was scripted as that. So that does kind of, mm-hmm. by my definition, it classifies it as somewhat a romantic comedy. And then he, yeah, then he falls asleep. Um, Let's see. Uh, Peggy Sue got married. Uh, Valley Girl. That was on my list. Um, Valley Girl, yeah. I had Valley Girl on my list. 
Gotta what, love Nicolas Cage. What what had, a deep dive that no that I think I'm the only one that's ever seen. Chances are, has anyone ever seen that movie? No, never no. heard of it. <gasps> Write this guy's down. Chances are, with Robert Downey Jr. Oh, I've heard of this. Dark. I've heard of this. It, it did come it, up it, in my it, research, but I hadn't seen it, so I didn't put it on my list. It's a good one. I like it. It's got Sybil Shepherd, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, Ryan O'Neill. It's it's a it's a pretty good one. So, uh, Secret of My Success with Michael J. Fox. No, mm. no, haven't seen it. I, any other major ones we missed, guys? I had Terms of Endearment, which is considered a romantic comedy, but it's also a drama. So I wasn't sure if that would fly, mm-hmm. even though like Jack Nicholson's hilarious in that movie. I and uh, yeah, yeah, that one's on the fence. Yeah, that one's on the fence, and the Muppets take Manhattan because it ends <laughs> with a wedding, which is the traditional <laughs> valid, the point. traditional valid uh, point. Muppet romance counts. There you go. I would have sure. There you go. I mean, <laughs> Miss Piggy and and Kermit are how I understand relationships. So, <laughs> yep. Although, aren't they right? not? Aren't they not together anymore? They, they are not up. one of the two Hollywood cuppy- couples that I thought of when I said <laughs> there's only two remaining. That is I fake think- news. That is fake news. <laughs> I mean, I, I gotta, I, I gotta go find Jason Siegel because he's the one who started this whole bullshit. No, but I thought they were <laughs> back together by the end of that by the movie. end of that movie. Yeah, but did they break them up again? Because they did that weird TV show that had like some crazy producer shit behind the scenes where one of the producers randomly quit after five episodes. <laughs> Yes, I watched all of that series, but I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know what's Muppet Canon. I just I'm so confused. <laughs> I, I I don't know what's Muppet going on. Canon. Uh but I love that the Muppets were taught you about love. Splash taught me about love. It's like you've got to fall off a boat and meet a mermaid and then she'll like run into you years later to find love. And I was like, Man, this is just not gonna happen for me, I guess. I mean, I just I learned another language from Splash. You know, you just you gotta learn how to. I'm not gonna do it for you guys just so that you don't like. Oh, you gotta do it now. We can't end the podcast without hearing this. Go ahead. Ooh, that's good. Shut up, Sam. How can you not love that? What did that mean? What did you just say? Yeah, what'd what'd you you say say to us? What'd you say about us? The cool thing about the language is you never know. Which is the mark of a good That's language? Deep. Oh man, <laughs> you don't know what it means. So, uh, so you guys, so looking at the draft board, I, yeah. I think you all, all, all of you guys did well. I think Hannah might be the dark horse here, being Whoa. the youngest, which is crazy. Hannah. But we'll, we're, we're, we'll, Thanks, we'll see. Google. So what? <laughs> so uh, if you guys are listening, we're gonna have the the draft board and the poll up. So you guys at home can pick who you think had the best five rom-coms from ni- the 1980s at the end of the day. And we're going to see who from the Lady Pod Squad is going to be the victor. The Victor Victoria in the end. Right. Ooh. Please. Someone else has to have seen that movie. It's so good. <laughs> I've seen them talk about it on Glee. Does that count? <laughs> oh, don't oh. worry. I took a note to have a podcast with the three of you on for that because it's such a great movie. Yes. <laughs> Your name is down. Down. We're there. Down. There you go. So, um, so thanks again, guys, for, for, for being uh, on the draft. I, I really appreciate it. Before I let you guys go, I uh, let's run down the list. Andre, where can we find you and your podcast on the interwebs? You can find our podcast, Large Marge Sent Us, uh, pretty much everywhere that you get your podcast. 
Um, we're on Twitter at the Sweetie Club and on Instagram at Large Marge Sent Us, and that's that's it for the social media. Maybe on Facebook, but we don't. I don't really check that, so no no dice there. Facebook is the devil. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so I, I should probably stop tagging you both and things. <laughs> <laughs> no, I go on it, but I don't like check my page. I don't like check the Large Marge Sent Us page ever. So. Yeah, because oh. the fa- Facebook pages are so stupid. I, the way that they do the UI and everything—it's yeah. so ridiculous, it's so dumb. So, uh, Hannah, where can we find Film Roast? You can find us pretty much anywhere podcast stream. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash filmroast. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at filmroastshow. Awesome. Uh, and Amanda, where can we find you online? Yes, Amanda's Picture Show A Go-Go, the full title, the full name is on Facebook and Instagram, and when I remember to do Instagram, which Justine always makes fun of me about, and then... She will, she will push you. She, she does, she, she she's reminds She's a pusher, me. she is a pusher. <laughs> she's like, it's been too long, you should post. Um, and then um, on Twitter, which I'm... Uh, particularly active on Twitter is at Amanda's pick show. Cause you know, only so many characters you get on the Twitter. Uh, and last up, Ashley, where can we find the cutaways? Uh, you can find the cutaways just about anywhere. Podcasts are made. Um, <laughs> uh, we are on social media, on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook as at Cutaways Podcast. You can find me personally at Real Bad Robot. Um, there's a lot of weirdness on that page during hockey season, so I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Okay. So uh, we have a, I have a guest right next to me that's looking at the board, and she's going to give her early pick. Chrissy, who 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 are you thinking won this one? Tell me. This is really really hard. I'm looking at the board and I'm like. Oh, I know. Definitely Andre. And then I'm like, nope, wait. Amanda's got some good stuff. Ooh, look at Hannah's Ooh, list. And Amanda. then I'm like, wait, what did Ashley pick? Oh, okay, buy me a lot. Come on. What? Now what? Just pick one. I really can't. You are terrible. No, I will I bake you cookies, Chrissy. Okay. Ashley says she'll bake you cookies. Oh. oh. I live too far away to bake, but I'll send it to you. <laughs> Come on, just, just throw a name out. Okay, I, I have to go with Andre. Oh, yes. Andre got got the Woo! Chrissy early pick. I respect here. it. Thank you, Chrissy. Uh, when Harry met Sally in the number yeah. one spot, kind of yeah, yeah, right. That was my plan. That was my plan. <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. So I can't. I can't wait to see uh, how how this poll shakes out. Um, I think it's going to be a close one. But sh- shout out to uh, the Lady Pod Squad, uh, which you get, which you ladies are a part of. Thank you, Chrissy. Um, (laughs) shout out to uh, hashtag pardon family as well um, which is uh, we were a part of as well and then uh, shout out to our podfix network go to podfixnetwork.com and you can find our show along with several others Chrissy where can you find us on the interwebs I don't know I'm busy looking at Ashley's list I don't know she might be my number one now (sighs) (laughs) she she has a hard time making decisions guys so we'll, we'll let her hash this out uh, and she'll <laughs> announce her pick, I guess, official pick on Twitter. But initially, she was leaning towards Andre. Now she's going back and forth. So that's how close it is. It's so close. It's so close. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but yeah, find us on uh, Podbean, on Apple Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, Facebook and Twitter at Movie Geekcast. And uh, thanks again, ladies, for, for joining me this week. I had a great time. I hope you did as well. Yes, oh, we yeah. did. Thanks Thank you. Us. Thanks for having us. Um, and we would, uh, you know, love to have you on a, another draft uh, on our podcast to talk movies anytime. You guys are great. We're big fans of you. And uh, thanks again to everyone listening at home. Like I said, go on our uh, Twitter page on Facebook and uh, pick who you think had the best uh, draft this week. This is so hard. Oh, Chrissy, stop. (laughs) Stop. She's she's making fun of my penmanship here. But uh, again, thanks, guys. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks a lot. This was a podcast from the PodFix Network. Check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.